I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. Michelle Grosser here, your master coach. Thanks for joining us today. If you haven't done so yet, I would love to ask if you could leave a five-star rating and maybe even a short review for the show. It is the best way to help me get this show in front of more moms, just like you, so that they can also be encouraged by the episodes and be surrounded by a community of women just like you, um, so they know that they're not on this whole motherhood journey alone and know that there are resources to help them regulate their nervous systems, and be able to show up as the mom, as the wife, as the human being that they want to be. So leaving a five-star rating, leaving a short review is really the best way. You can thank me for all this free content, and I would be so, so grateful. So thank you. All right. I want to talk about signs you're living in survival mode today. It is summer. 
my kids finish school on Wednesday, so our rhythm has changed significantly in the last few days, and the same is probably true with you. However your summer looks, it's just going to be a different rhythm. It's going to be a different routine. It's going to be a different flow. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to just survive this summer. I really want our family to thrive. Like I want to be able to have so much fun together and make new memories and for them to have new experiences and for us to really be able to slow down and rest and have more margin and just operate at a little bit of a different pace than we do during the school year. And are there going to be some days that I'm just surviving? Yes, I totally understand that. You'll probably have the same. Man, it can be tough sometimes, especially when I'm trying to get work done and they're around. Um, So there are going to be days where we're just going to survive. And I get that. But overall, we all want to have a summer where we feel like we're thriving. And before we jump into the signs that we might be living in survival mode, I actually just want to take a minute and talk about what that even means and how we get into survival mode to begin with. I always talk about the fact that we can't intervene in a world that we can't see, right? Like we can't do something about something that we don't even know exists. So awareness has to precede choice. Before we can choose to do anything differently, we have to be aware that we have options. We have to be aware that maybe there's an issue or something that isn't serving us well or that there's something going on within us that requires some attention. So let's start there. What I want to talk about before we jump into the five signs is really the fact that our life experiences, and guys, I'm talking like since conception, in utero, infancy, really young childhood, through the rest of your life to today, all of your life experiences are stored in your nervous system. There's a saying that the body remembers what the mind forgets, right? Our body is like a library and it stores all of these different things that we've experienced, particularly the traumatic experiences, the things that we've lived that were overwhelming to our nervous system, right? That's what causes trauma at its core. It's just an experience that is too much, too soon, or too fast for our nervous system, and it overwhelms it. And our body is so good at trying to keep us safe, right? That's our brain's number one job is just safety. Like, let's just keep Michelle alive. Thank you, brain. Thank you, body. Um, But sometimes it gets stuck trying to do so. And instead of it responding to an actual threat, like it may have in, I don't know, let's say in high school when I was being bullied, right? Now that I'm 37 years old, it's so hyper-focused on protecting me from something like that, that anything that even resembles that experience for me, it's going to send me into into a stress response, into a trauma response. So all of these different perceived threats that are happening around me My brain is like, oh, alert, hyper alert, hyper alert, scanning. And it's trying to protect me. And it's it's sending me probably into a dysregulated state um, because my, my survival brain is activated, again, to keep me safe. I'm no longer under an actual threat of bullying, but my brain doesn't do a good job at differentiating that. So if it perceives that there is a bully, right, for for sake of this example, it's going to send me into a stress response. And we know that there are four 
stress responses, right? They're also called trauma responses. Fight or flight, we're familiar with those two. And then the other two are usually, you know, uh, a dorsal vagal collapse that send us into this state of like dissociation, checking out, numbing out. And that's freeze and the fawn response. The fawn response is the people pleasing response. So when we feel our nervous system feels or senses that there might be a perceived threat, bam, our survival brain is activated and we are on alert. And what that means is usually that there's a cause of dysregulation in our nervous system. We are in survival mode. And what that means is that the part of our brain that needs to be able to be activated in order for us to really show up how we want to in this life, that prefrontal cortex, that isn't fully engaged when we're in survival mode. So we don't even know oftentimes that we are in survival mode, right? It's just how we've been operating for decades, maybe, right? Like we think, oh, I'm just, um, I don't know, whatever coping mechanism, right? I'm just, I'm just high strung. I'm just anxious. But that's actually, right? Your body responding to a perceived threat. You're anxious. You experience a lot of anxiety. You worry a lot. You have these looping, ruminating thoughts because you're actually stuck in survival brain. It's activated because for some reason, whatever reason, your body is so used to being in survival mode because it's continuing to perceive threats that it's trying to protect you against. And when that happens, that learning part of our brain can't be turned on. And that learning part of our brain is where we can have full access, right, to all of our mental faculties. It's where we can be compassionate and kind and um, where we can be open and see other perspectives and where we can really learn and grow. So and you can see how in order for us to show up as the moms we want to be this summer, in order for us to show up as the partners and the um, business owners and the human beings that we want to be this summer, we've got to grow in our awareness of when we're in survival mode so that we can make that transition to regulate our nervous system, heal some of the things, right, that are stuck in our body that are sending us into this survival mode so that we can then transition into the learning brain and live in a more regulated state. All right. I feel like that was kind of long-winded, but I hope that helps to just set the foundation because I don't think it would be particularly helpful if I just told you you're living in survival mode. It's good for us to understand a little bit about how we got there um, so that we learn why the regulation and the healing process is how we get out of survival mode and why it's so important to be able to do so. Have you ever caught yourself wondering why you do the things you do? Like, why do you get so angry and yell at your kids when they're moving at a snail's pace in the morning? Or why is it so hard to relax when the house is a mess? If so, you've got to take my personality patterns quiz. Because here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. And over time, those defenses became a habit. And then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is really actually often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There's five different personality patterns, and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategy that you immediately go to when you start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who you are, 
but rather what's actually blocking who you are. And the good news is that once you take the quiz and you learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and then live and parent as your true and authentic self. So click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality patterns quiz. All right, five signs that you are living in survival mode. Number one, you're having health problems. I'm talking your physical health. So if you are someone who has experienced IBS, digestive issues, gut issues, if you have trouble sleeping, falling asleep, staying asleep, um, if you find you get sick often, like, yes, I know our small children bring home a lot of germs, but if you realize that you're like, oh man, I'm missing work more than, you know, most people, or I find like I catch everything that comes through my house, my immune system is just shot. That's a sign that you're living in survival mode. Um, if you find that you wake up still feeling exhausted, like I got eight hours of sleep, seven hours of sleep last night, I slept through the night, but I wake up just feeling exhausted, feeling depleted, feeling empty, feeling like no matter what I do, I'm not filling my tank. That is a sign, my friends, that you are living in survival mode. Your survival brain is activated and it's exhausting. It takes a toll on your body. Number two, number two sign that you're living in survival mode. You find that you're always distracted. You have a lot of difficulty focusing, focusing, So maybe it's, you know, you have to read an email like three times or you walk into a room and you're like, what, like, why did I, you're just distracted, right? Um, Conversations are hard to keep up because you're distracted. You find that you spend time binging TV or online shopping or forgetting to eat, right? Or overeating or drinking to try to distract you from what's going on inside of you. Uh, Maybe you are trying to avoid everything that's going on inside of you by uh, doom scrolling or just really numbing out and checking out and distracting yourself from what's going on inside of you and around you. That can be a telltale sign that you're living in survival mode. Okay, number three. Number three is if you are stuck in your head. If you are stuck in your head, that's a good sign that you're living in survival mode. If you find that you just have these persistent, anxious thoughts, right? If you tend to like have those worst case scenario thoughts that you jump right to these stressful looping stories that you tell yourself, if you're a worrier, if you overthink something, like it seems to be something simple that other people can just like make a decision. It could be as simple as like what to make for dinner. Uh, What are we going to do this weekend? What, you know, am I going to pack in my kid's lunch? A business decision. But you find yourself just overthinking. You can't let it go. You're thinking about it everywhere you go. You're thinking about it. And the shower, you just can't make a decision. That's a good sign that you're stuck in survival mode. Uh, maybe you something happened and it could be like a, a, an interaction with your kid's teacher or it could be, you know, something that happened with your partner or your kids and you can't let it go. Like you're just playing out those events over and over and over on this constant loop in your mind, that is a good sign that you're living in survival mode and you've got to get out of your head and into your body, my friend, and you will find healing and relief there. Number four, 
Number four sign you're living in survival mode, forgetfulness. Forgetfulness. I know we've got a lot going on. Um, I know that it's easy to forget stuff sometimes, but if you find that this is kind of this chronic thing or it's becoming a pattern or you're like, man, I'm just, you know, front row seat on the hot mess express. I forget the stuff going on at my kid's school. I forget stuff at work. I forget stuff at home. I forget stuff I've told people I would do and then I don't do it and I drop the ball. That is a good sign that you're living in survival mode. Forgetting conversations that you had, um, forgetting what you were doing, right? You pick up your phone and you're like, I don't even remember why I picked up my phone or you walk into a room or you open the fridge and you have no idea why you're there or what you were doing. Um, This shows up for me sometimes after like a really long day of work. If I'm driving home and then you get home and you're like, wow, I do not even recall that drive. Like I was just on autopilot and I somehow, by the grace of God, got from point A to point B safely, but I don't even remember doing it. All of these signals of forgetfulness are signs that you're living in survival mode, that survival brain is activated and you don't have access to the regulated part of your brain, that learning brain. And then number five, the fifth sign that you might be living in survival mode is feeling disconnected, feeling disconnected from your body, feeling disconnected from yourself. You just feel off, feeling disconnected from others. Maybe you find that you're just not really feeling much of anything, like you're feeling kind of numb, um, checked out your emotions. Like another way to notice when you're feeling disconnected, this is a big sign of dysregulation and, and that you're in survival mode too, is if you don't even notice if you're hungry or thirsty. Like maybe you're working or like going through your day and it's 2 p.m. and you're like, holy man, I didn't, I haven't even eaten anything yet today, right? I totally like lunchtime came and passed and I haven't even eaten anything. I didn't even notice how thirsty I was, right? And then you go chug a bunch of water or maybe coffee, right? Like whatever it is, you haven't noticed that you're hungry or thirsty or other sensations in our body, right? That feeling that you have to go to the bathroom, like maybe you don't even notice until it's like, urgent and then you have to run to make it to the bathroom these are all signs these are all signals that you are disconnected and when you're disconnected from your body it's likely because you're in a trauma response you're in a stress response you're operating in survival mode so those are the five i put together physical health signals that something's off right digest digestion sleep feeling exhausted if you're super distracted If you find you're stuck in your head, you're worrying a lot, anxious a lot, overthinking, forgetfulness, and then number five is just feeling disconnected from from your body. So if you're noticing that you're living in survival mode, that awareness is huge. That awareness is key. And then what you want to be able to do is have practices that can gently regulate your nervous system to help bring you out of survival mode to communicate to your body that it is safe, that survival brain does not have to be activated in this moment. And that will allow you to regulate, which will allow you to access the part of your brain, that prefrontal cortex, to fully engage um, so that you can access that learning brain and show up how you want to show up, consciously aware of what's going on, um, which is the best way. And that's how you're going to have 
a summer where you feel like you and your family are thriving. Again, as always, if you would love additional support uh, to help regulate your nervous system, if you would love one-on-one support, if you want to go through the ways in which your dysregulation or your operating in survival mode is really affecting your life, your marriage, your motherhood, I would love to support you. There is a link in the show notes. You can book a free discovery call with me. We'll spend half an hour together. You can just share with me what's going on. I can give you my thoughts um, and we can talk about whether additional support, one-on-one support would be a good option for you. I love you guys. Have a great rest of the day. I'll talk to you soon. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.